The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too It's my brother, my brother and me. And there's a chill in the air. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's my brother, my brother and me. And there's the ruffles chill. have ridges. The ruffles have ridges and there's a chill in the air. Can you guys feel that? Mm-hmm. Ooh. My bones, mm-hmm. my bones are so cold. Oh my God. Why can I feel temperature in my bones? Oh, you know what? I bought my wife a blanket at the gas station. Uh-huh. It was five ninety nine. It looked kind of like a Baja, and she, I tried to snuggle her up in it. And she said that it smelled like tires, okay. <laughs> so I had to. I have to wash it. Of all the places, that <laughs> Matt, did you go? Wait, hold on. Did you go to the gas station to buy a blanket? That's that's the question. Is it was it your blanket destination? <laughs> Let me hit you with this. Let me give you a bit more context. Uh it was it was uh, midnight, and I was there at the gas station to um, buy uh, beers. And you thought okay. my wife is pretty fucking cold right now. I bet. <laughs> Honey, she I got you some beers and, and a blanket and this funnel. She Enjoy. drove, and she was she was sober and good to go. And me, mm-hmm. I was buying my tenth and eleventh and twelfth beers of the night, Oof. and she was and just I, sitting at home drinking. Here's my thought process. I'm walking in. To the gas station. Brr, there's a chill in the air. I should see if they have any Navajo-style blankets in here. Oh, good, they do. Oh, do they smell like tires? I don't know. My olfactory this, center is shutting down. This better down. cost less than $6. Oh, success. <laughs> Perfect. Right underneath that line. So this is an advice show. Can we show. start recording now? Or? Yeah. This is a, time to record. This is an advice show and also blanket recommendations. Uh, I'm your oldest brother, Justin, the blanket man, McElroy. I'm your middle's brother, Travis, the Afghan McElroy. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! I'm <laughs> that a one's so good. Uh, my name is Griffin McElroy, and I'm that quilt that you save just for picnics. Your dirty quilt. You know what I mean? <laughs> the dirty quilt. Hey, that quilt, that, quilt you use it specifically for outdoor. Maybe there's a music festival. Maybe you just want to fuck. Maybe you I want to kick. Want to fuck off. on a soft blanket. I want to kick off the blanket advice by saying that if you're at the marathon station on Hauger Boulevard, right off the how, right off of 64, mm-hmm. don't buy a blanket there. That is enough information to triangulate and kill Justin. <laughs> yeah, just wait till 11 o'clock on a Friday or Saturday night. If there's a chill in the air, you see one man wrapped in a blanket like some sort of discount Mother Teresa. Then I then that will be me. You As opposed to get, your high price, expensive Mother Teresa. Yeah. <laughs> you are gonna get triangulated and then triangulated. <laughs> Let's get into the advice. Um, I'm in a relationship that recently passed the one year mark. Congrats. My girlfriend is lovely, and sometimes I'm. Oh, sorry. My girlfriend is lovely, and I want nothing but to be with her. However, 
I've recently noticed that in my sexy dreams are no longer of random hookups between single adults, but of cheating on my SO. It seems my relationship has crept into my very sense of self. I feel so guilty and fear my occasional uh, sleep talking will give me away. What can I do? And that is, of course, from Thought Crime at Bedtime. I, I do not think the sleep talking works that way. I do not think if you... I do not think you anybody's ever been like, oh, Debra, while they're asleep. Oh, Debra, your albums. There was a time that I was having a dream about a book I was reading and leapt up from bed to scream the main character's name because in my dream they were falling off a cliff. Okay. But other than that, no. Chas <laughs> wakes up and shouts, 50 Shades of Grey, no! <laughs> I, Griffin used to talk in his sleep. I don't know if he still does, but I remember on car trips, you could have a conversation with Griffin, but his only responses were in mumbles, and you, he would be like, oh, blah, 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 You blah. say that, but there's no I, fuck it. Like, how, did, how can you believe anything about me as a kid anymore after the baker under your bed? That's true. You also, I used to think you slept with one eye open, and now I wonder if you never really slept. Yeah. Wait, what are you... You saying, like, little wonders? Like little wonders. You might be a robot. Um, that's small. That's small wonder. You're thinking of little monsters. I was thinking of little women. Here's the here's the ish. You can't control what you fucking dream. No, nope. You can't. I had a that's... dream the other night that Teresa and I were fighting zombies and she got bit, and I had to kill her. Yeah. And like she begged me to do it. She's like, "You have to do it. I'm going to change." And it was horrifying. And I woke up middle of the night, like two thirty, and woke her up to apologize to her. Yeah. And her response was, "It was a dream." Yeah. Right. That's uh, logical. Makes a lot of sense. Hey, you guys remember in Inception when the guy was like, "I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win this fight now." And then DiCaprio's like, "Oh yeah, what? How about if I dream of this train?" And then a train comes in and it kills the guy because Leonardo uh -huh. DiCaprio like he aimed his dream. Like first uh -huh. he create he he instantiated the train in his dream uh -huh. world and he aimed it and hit the guy with it. Right. Yeah, none of that shit would be true. Like, he would say, like, here comes a train, but instead he would be, all of a sudden, he's six years old, and he's in gym <laughs> class. Only the gym <laughs> class is upside down, and they've invented upside-down basketball. <laughs> here comes a train, it would be Quad City DJs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they would just, they would be, be singing about even that. The train. Even that, I believe, is too And then dramatic. you have a dream about cheating on your girlfriend with the Quad City DJs. <laughs> it, would be the quads, it would be the Quad City DJs, except they'd be singing, like, the Smiths or something yeah. like that. Honey, we I have swear the Quad City DJs and I are just friends. Yeah. It's just we dream. do, in fact, have a Space Jam going on, though. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. uh, but that is not true. See, you guys need to get on my tip, which is lucid dreaming. Come with me. Lucid dreaming is where you take control. Yeah. You wrest control of your dreams from Leo, and you say, I'm the, I'm the captain of this ship. And you tell yourself, tonight I'm going to dream about punching... Stalin or something, something yeah. cool, and then you mm -hmm. do it, and you take control of your dreams. You just put a little bit of peyote under your tongue before you right. before you go to sleep. If you can, really, the best way to do it is to colon roll, and then right. and then you, basically your dreams are are you are the master of your dreams. Grab the you bridle have, of your dreams and put this paper towel in your asshole. <laughs> you have to be spiritually open mm -hmm. and ready and, to control and, your dreams and rectally if you're going to get that paper towel. <laughs> if I'm not spiritually and rectally open, I actually I'm afraid to fall asleep mm -hmm. because I'm I have had control of my dreams for so long that mm -hmm. I'm worried if I go in willy nilly, the dreams are just going to run roughshod over my. Yeah, emotions. the dream lord will be like, finally a weak point, <laughs> finally <laughs> now experience all the emojis you've been holding back. <laughs> You've been holding on to these emojis in this bottle. I've been saving them. Experience them all. 
have sex with the teeth that fell out of your head because you're naked at school and you forgot your lines at the play. <laughs> and, and you've forgotten falling. how to run quickly and you feel like you're moving through molasses. And also you're flying off a cliff and you're on fire and your parents are there and there's your grandma. And you're trying to punch the dude, but you can't remember how to make a fist. You can't remember how to make a fist and your hands are bones and teeth. Um, I'm the Dream Master Experience your emojis. I, and the fucked up thing... I. About dreams is you might be dreaming. <laughs> what about, is hold on? What is the fucked up? No, what I'm saying dreams. is like you might have a dream that's about like cheating on your so. Sure. And in real like, but what it translates to in the synapse of your brain is you were dreaming about that because you're frustrated with the quality of work you've been doing at work, mm-hmm. and like it has nothing to do with your so or sex or anything like that. Like sure. your brain has just translated those impulses to something else. So Travis, because you are. You are obviously so so good at this. If I do have a dream with upside down basketball and I'm getting gang banged by the Quad City DJs, uh-huh. how many of them are there? Quad City uh, DJs. I assume there's four. Four from different. And cities. they each represent the different districts of that. Okay, all that makes sense. Four DJs inside. Then like, what's the? What's You're four that? DJs deep. Right? I'm four okay, DJs. Cool. Well, they're they are each one quarter Griffin deep. Anyway, what's the <laughs> what's the implication? I think it means that um, there's big possibilities on the horizon. Okay. Okay, so you're using it for fortune telling. <laughs> yeah. For you're omens saying... and portents. And... Yeah, so you're saying that dreaming of the Quad City DJs mm-hmm. in a sexual fashion mm-hmm. is, a good, is a good omen. It usually means that there's going to be a solid harvest. <laughs> yeah, I know there's going to be a solid harvest. It's me and the Quad City DJs. You're going to like what you're reaping. Your barn will not be overflowing with grain, but it will sustain you through the cold, cold winter. Okay. They are going to be at something's going to overflow. It's the Quad City DJs and me. Let the crystal pour. Um, so long story short, your dreams don't mean shit. You don't have to worry. Dreams don't it. mean anything. And you're not going to. And if you if she gets mad at you because of something crazy you dream, that's a crazy thing to get mad at about. Yeah. Well, you I don't think he's telling. I do not think he's telling her. I think that his ish is that he feels guilty. For his brain brain crimes that he's doing. Yeah. I don't think you have to feel guilty about that. Yeah. You can't feel guilty. Your brain, all day, every day, you spend controlling the literally thousands of life-ruining impulses. Mm-hmm. That yes. You're, and you are do such a good job of that. At, at evening times, when you're asleep, just your, your brain has got to run wild like Hulkamania, brother. It's got to get out there. It's got to do all the bad things that it, you didn't let it do, but it'll do for pretend. It's a deal Your you brain is writing yourself. awesome movies starring you. You're Don't say- censor them. You're saying, you're saying full, like lean into it, like full blown, dip your balls into the like Caligula, the, into shit? the Caligula, yeah. like wieners, wieners ahoy everywhere. Plaster the wall with them. <laughs> Wait, why do you assume? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do you assume that everyone's dreams are just full of wieners? Because you can't imagine what a vagina looks like unconsciously. Fair enough. Look at it this way. Like, if you had a dream where you killed someone, you wouldn't wake up the next day and be like, I got to turn myself in. Like, I have homicidal tendencies. I want to kill everyone. Like, that's not how it works. So it doesn't translate the other way. I, I, I'm not saying you should try to make your dream sexier. I'm not saying, like, you should... Just like you should like go to bed reading Tropic of Cancer to try to ramp up the nastiness. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm saying that just like let it let it be. You yeah, know? don't just let the stink build. 
in there. Mm-hmm. Just let it get real, real ripe. Um, you guys want a Yahoo answer? Yeah, you know. Yeah, you guys have totems, right? You got a little, like I've got a little, you get a little thing and you hold it and in your dream you know if it's a dreamer if you're being accepted. Yeah, it's my wiener. Yeah, of course. Okay, mine, mine it's your wiener? Also, mine's my wiener too because nobody knows the heft. <laughs> this Yahoo answer uh, was sent. The weird in- sharp edges are. Why is it sharp? <laughs> <laughs> this Yahoo answer was sent in by Sapindle. Thanks, Sapindle. It's by Yahoo Answers user Rayo who asks. What do you think of Dan Aykroyd physically? <laughs> what do you think of Dan Aykroyd's aspect years ago and at present? Thanks. <laughs> All right. As weird as this whoa, question whoa, whoa. is, I know what this person is asking. Yeah. It's it, but, uh, unrecognizable, the shift. But, but, but the same shift has befallen two of the Ghostbusters. I see what because you're saying. Because Dan Aykroyd has gone through this. Harold Ramis oh my may as well God. be a different person. I mean, yeah, he may as right? well be a totally different dude. I, you would not connect that guy. I would need him to show me his driver's license before I would believe that that is Harold Ramis of Ghostbusters. Right. That's why I would say, like, Bill Murray has aged poorly, but on a no, constant. No, no, no. no. Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray, you look at Bill Murray, you look at a picture of old Bill Murray and young Bill Murray, and you say, okay, I can see how those two are connected. Well, you that's look what at, I'm saying. He, he, it's been on a constant curve, but not, like, for the better. Right. You look at a, a young picture of Dan Aykroyd, and it looks like Dan Aykroyd, and you look at a picture of Dan Aykroyd nowadays, and it looks like Baron fucking Harkonnen. Like, he looks... Yeah. <laughs> it's It's upsetting. Visually, yeah. Ernie Hudson worth pointing out looks great. Ernie oh, Hudson God, looks yes. great. It's you know why he's young at heart and at brain. Dude, l- fucking loves Pokemon. Cards. Well, the he's good, also they, my favorite Ghostbuster. The, the nice thing about Ernie Hudson is that he's managed to take it easy mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> since he hasn't worked himself too hard since Ghostbusters. Every so often he does an episode of Psych and then he just kicks back. You know, he. he uh, I mean, he's he still Oz. He's got uh he's got his uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua residges, which is I'm sure treating him real nice. <laughs> I just I looked up I looked up <laughs> Ernie Hudson just now to to make sure that I was right about him looking great, and he does look great for, for a 66 year old man. Mm-hmm. He looks wonderful. Uh, but I saw a picture of his uh, handprints in cement, and I was like, "Whoa, Ernie Hudson, you're, you're a lot better than I thought." And then I read the caption; it says, "The handprints of Hudson in front of the great movie ride at Walt Disney World's Disney World Hollywood Studios hey, theme park." Better than okay. nothing. Cool, cool, cool. Better, better than, than nothing. nothing. I don't have my my prints aren't there. Yeah, it could have just you been know? like he was going outside to get the paper. He slipped, fell. They were filling in a pothole. Burned his hands real good. <laughs> Did you guys see him in Franklin and Bash this year? No. I've never yeah. seen Franklin and Bash to begin with. Yeah, I'm pretty what sure it doesn't that, actually is that, exist. Is that a men's catalog? <laughs> it's a uh, Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's on. It's in its third season. I don't know. I, it's, I mean, it's Breckenmeyer and Mark Paul Gossler, two of Travis's favorite favorite people. I do not believe that he is not watching this show. It's actually they've canceled each other out, and they're just so charming that it's just engulfed into a charming black hole, and I can't watch it. I understand. Um. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like his head is getting taller. Like his head never stopped growing. <laughs> right. He is. He is actually becoming a cone head. Ironically enough. <laughs> Yikes! Yowzers. Why are we? No, but now. Okay, listen. Can we take a step fair. back and figure out why we're making fun of Dan Aykroyd as hard as? That's we what are? I was gonna say. To be fair, like it's never like in the past when he was twenty-five that he was some dreamboat that everybody pined oh, after. I'm gonna fuck that. I think the. 
interesting thing about Dan Aykroyd, other than the fact that he's obviously a genius, is that Dan Aykroyd has made a career out of being a caricature of a person that it turns out he is. Yes. You know what I mean? I think the weird thing about Dan Aykroyd is you think that he is mocking this, like, like slyly uh, skewering a certain type of person with his whole spiel, and it turns out he just is... He snuck into Hollywood somehow, and he is, in fact, that person. Yes. But right? I also... Here's the other weird aspect. That, and now, as I'm going through my head of all the Dan Aykroyd movies I can think of, it's like you could watch him become less and less attractive, but he plateaued at this point where he was perfectly unattractive to play, like, a hundred <laughs> different roles. Like, instead of growing more and more attractive, so I'm like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. You're perfect for this. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, yeah, you'll look great as a conehead. You'll look great as this dude. And then he kind of slipped over the edge <laughs> of the plateau and kept going down. There was a point in his physical life when Dan Aykroyd was the perfect amount of unattractive mm-hmm. and attractive to where he would be perfectly believable in literally any role. He became the Lon Chaney of comedic actors yes. for a brief <laughs> for a brief moment in time. Right around I'm gonna I'm gonna pin it actually as as right around, uh, I would say Casper. I think okay. See, I'm gonna put it in 1988 with my stepmother is an alien. There was a day, I, there was a six month period in his life when Dan Aykroyd could be believably married to Kim Basinger. Did he sign uh-huh. on to that movie because he thought it was like a hard hitting documentary? <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, we're unearthing the, the, the schemes and scandals. Um, but I like I picture him in Gross Point Blank, and he was perfectly unattractive in that. But not so much so that I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I think Dan Aykroyd looks great. I he's take- looking better. I think for me, there's a picture of him from Ot Three where he's looking dynamite. Let me see. I, up, up on his IMDb, we're just we're just combing through. The we're combing through the Dan Aykroyd pictures. I mean, okay, no shit though, you guys. Griffin might be right, and that I'm looking at a series of pictures as he's aged. His forehead has literally gotten taller and taller. Like, it's not. It's, his hairline is not receding. If it, his hairline no. is, his eyebrows are just descending. It's like <laughs> it's like he's been put in a machine that's filling his brain with thoughts, yeah. and it's just like making his head swell. He's yeah. It's like he's got that. He didn't have a forehead anymore. He's got that Tyra Banks five head. <laughs> anyway, we're all big fans of your work. Uh, we do Mr. love your Aykroyd, and we do want to say thank you again for for listening to the I show. I love your I love your vodka. I love your. What if you pulled like an Anthony Michael Hall and just like rolled up in a movie next year, just totally fit and looking so good? And I was oh like, God, who the I fuck is it. that? And like, who's Dan Aykroyd? <gasps> I don't yeah. know who that is, but I want to fuck him. Oh man, maybe he'll be in a, a Good Day to Die Hard, but like as Bruce Willis's hunkier younger brother younger bro- <laughs> younger brother this is don- my brother stan mcclain this is my brother don mcclain <laughs> he may look like the actor dan Aykroyd, but that's impossible look how fucking fit he is not to be confused with that other don mcclain fool i would love it if at the end of the movie bruce willis just like takes off takes off a prosthetic nose and you look at it and it was it was it was Dan Aykroyd the whole time. You didn't even know. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd, like, pulls out a, a, a shotgun and gives his signature line, get along, little doggies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just, get along, 
Get along, you jerkos. And then he fires at him. I love that. Love that series. Love that franchise. <laughs> sure, it's, it's and it's only getting better. I work in a small rural high school, and I have a problem. The principal of my school does not know how to let go of a handshake. He will stand next to you and hold a conversation with you, and without fail, never let go of your hand until the conversation is over. Whether the conversation lasts ten minutes or ten seconds or three minutes, he will not let go unless you pull out with the anxiety and fear of an anxious teen. How do I extricate myself from these sticky situations without being too awkward? That's from shaking in a small Wait, his hand is sticky? Gross. That's an issue. This is an ish of the highest degree. This is a serious situation. There, I have never felt... Let me think. Let me think of... I think maybe... Really just my girlfriend is the only hand that I've ever touched that I wasn't immediately like, I don't like the way that that feels. You know what, what I mean? Happened to it, me. It's not like there's always a, a humor on the on the human hand that I do not I do not appreciate being in contact with. I I have for the longest time, and it's a really weird hangout. But if somebody, had the stickiest, creepiest hands. No, but if I shake hands <laughs> with someone or where someone like touches my shoulder or something, the first thought that pops in my head is their hand probably smells weird. I don't know why, but like that always is like my first thought. I hate. Can I tell that. you something, Trav? Can I real talk you? Yeah. Your hand has a faintly sweet smell to it that you put that I th- I'm, I don't want to cast aspersions uh-huh. but everything you touch assumes that that scent. So maybe it it in you may be right in that assumption well, because you were like passing it on brand. to them like I some... think I smell wonderful. Okay, yeah. I think I smell faintly uh, of honeysuckles. You smell like you do. You smell a little bit like honey, and that's why. And that, but that's not good because your hand is gigantic. You don't it's think yeah, you, you don't smell, think there's a worse smell, smell than honey. You don't think no. You smell a little bit like honey. That's the, just enough to be disconcerting. Uh, right. I'll work on right. it. Right. It, it sounds you like, don't smell like fully like okay. honey. It smells like a honey ham is a better way okay. of saying it. When Travis, when you shake hands with Travis, it's like a honeyed ham. Now that is not around. true. I have a wonderful handshake that I've been complimented on many times. It's it's because the people are you inspire fear in their hearts because you have a very well large you know Machiavelli hand. said you can either be feared or loved but not both and I chose to go with fear in my handshake. Mm-hmm. But then I love, love in my heart, <laughs> love in the deep pools of my eyes. But fear when someone in shakes my your hand trap, they they pull their hand back and they go, "What the fuck was that?" And then they smell their hand and they go, "What the fuck was that?" You know, I can't even <laughs> imagine why people have commented on the fact that they feel like the last couple episodes have been very anti-Travis. If you're listening, rise no, up. I'm, you know, it's not a bad Travis. Chase your bliss. It's not a bad thing. That my hand smells like honey. You're making it seem like it is. Is it possible that you can convert the handshake to a hug? Ooh, like a bro hug. Like, like double tap on the back. Yeah, like a bringing in big, like a bump. Maybe even not wrap the free arm around, but even like bring it in and then pull out to show, like, hey, I'm done with this. Like I'm out of this. So this I, is a really that's not odd gonna, cultural you can't, thing that would make me sincerely. I would pro- if somebody tried to hold on to me, I would probably lose my mind mm-hmm. with like being trapped in a social situation. But you don't. When is when is a handshake appropriate? Like first greeting, N- never. No, but I mean in the world can't. you can't say that because like in a meeting when like if you work in a business and someone goes oh and this is such and such, like you don't no, yeah. just like it's nod pro- your head. It's a prof- you- it's a professional hug. Yes, 
That, yeah, I feel like uh, the hug is the is the gold standard of these of these. So types I of think things. the weird I thing here like is not the, the first... but it's not the the time frame for which he'll hold the handshake. It's that every time he sees you, he shakes your hand. I really shake hands with people the first time we meet. And then the when we agreed to kill one another's <laughs> relatives, and we want to seal the deal. Those are the only times, and so we'll never be caught. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the only times when I feel like a handshake is mm-hmm. appropriate. Other than that, I don't want to hear about. If it. you if you hold on past three pumps, if you go to four pumps, you're officially holding hands. At the very right. at, that, at, at the very worst, you should just slow your pumps. You know, very easy. Yeah, in Somalia, you're married mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say slow your pumps, <laughs> are you talking about doing like a very slow like snake dance move? Or maybe you can go a side to side pump. Everyone does up and down pump. Go side to side pump. And I guarantee three I times of that, he'll never shake your hand again. If I fucking ever met anybody businessly and I grabbed their hand to go for the shake, but instead of doing the shake, I did the snake with my arms and I started with my free arm and worked it over and he completed it to completion on his other free arm i would i would sign any fucking contract that that person put before me because we are then best friends Sympathica. yeah you're that's the coolest move that's the, that's a great move. that's there's no better way to figure out like do you know how when sometimes you think a person's lame or you just don't think anything of them at all and then you learn that they like say something like maybe they like a band that you like and you're like oh you're actually pretty fucking cool this is a what this is a litmus test for doing that shit at first blush like yeah it's like the test from the thing where you dip the hot wire in the blood. It's a, it's a quickest, fastest way to coolness. Travis, when you say that someone should slow their pumps, you think that that's something you should try to do with your own actions? Or are you literally suggesting a situation where you look this person dead in the eye and say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, slow those pumps down. Why are we rushing this what moment? Is the rush? what are is you the feeling this electricity betwixt us? <laughs> This is something real we well, have well, here. Why are you rushing it. these pumps? I bet don't you Matthew McConaughey would be in twice as many movies if he didn't do that every single time he met or If saw he didn't start with clutching the fingers and then work his way into the palms. Hey, 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 little nephew, why are we rushing the pumps? Whoa, 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 Stevie Spills. Let's slow it on down. I want to be in, I want to be your new Indiana Jones. Cross and Matthew McConaughey and Bing Crosby. <laughs> who's having a stroke <laughs> the most the oh. most white beatenest man to ever live oh my Matthew McConaughey and Bing Crosby's son <laughs> Matthew Crosby Bing, Bing McConaughey please Bing McConaughey please call me Thank Bing you, my father was Mr. McConaughey someday at the end times Matthew Crosby will have to take up arms Against Bing McConaughey, <laughs> the man battle. Once the man brothers, in now bitter sworn enemies. Oh my Christ! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That was my that was my Bing Crosby impression. Um, oh, I, we gotta do this money zone. We gotta do. We gotta. I don't think we helped heat. that gentleman at all. Nah, not Here's what you do: fucking slap their hand with your other hand. That's why you don't handshake with two hands. So you have the other hand to fight off an attacker, and that's what yeah. this person's doing to you. Yeah, they are pinning Would you lose your job culturally. if once, after he was done talking, he went to break, you didn't break? And you're like, we can okay. think of more stuff to talk about. That's good. Right. That's good. Or maybe every time he touches your hand, yell, bad touch! <laughs> Just like that. No, 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 no! Address it. Yeah. I need, I need an adult. Okay, seriously, I want money. Okay. Message for 
Griffin? I have no idea. Brad? Who's this message from, Travis? I don't know. It's Amber. And Brad says to Amber, Happy birthday, love. I can't imagine my life without Noodle and the Loaf and all this. Ugh. Oh, my God. Wait, it's Noodle Ugh. and the Loaf, not Noodling the Loaf. I just want to make that clear to everyone. They are both equally <laughs> unpleasant on a different spectrum of unpleasantness. How do you even do this? Uh, just so I'm clear, this is Amber speaking to Brad, and she loves noodling the loaf. Of course she <laughs> yeah. Last night like? we were noodling the loaf. Oh, uh, yeah, that was great. You are my Ron, my Peebums, my Bramble Pelt. And she says that Brad is the best writer slash musician slash singer she's ever known. His actual birthday is today. Oh shit! Double so double message. Go, no go noodle his loaf and just wait, wait. Why is this a double message, Griffin? Because his birthday. His birthday on his birthday. Yeah. Also, I don't think. Let's not get weird, but I don't think he's the one that has the loaf. I can't actually think about the physics of noodling the loaf. I I know I wished it into existence, and now I'm trying to wish it away. Uh, so I'm going to move on to this message for Amy hey, Enzor from Brian. Be safe. If you're going to please be if you're going to noodle the loaf, please be safe. Make sure the loaf is has cooled down. Don't take it right out the oven. There's burns. Don't don't take your butt loaf right out of the sex oven. <laughs> if you know if Got you know away. what I mean, and I think you do. There's, you know what I mean. And I think you do. There's burns, Amber. <laughs> be careful. Be smart. Stay in school. Amy Enzer. Uh, there's a message from Benjamin Enzer, your husband. He says, you make my life better in every way. You bring such joy into our world. I love you so much for everything you do and are. You are my heaven and earth, my moon and my stars, and I love you. Thank you for loving me. And by the way, can we try noodling the loaf? I read about it. <laughs> in well, see, I, I actually says, says in here. summation, love sauce, which is that I see what you pour over noodle in the loaf. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, this delicious uh, uh, noodle in the loaf. It was uh, smothered in love sauce. It was delicious. That was that was really sweet. Um, please put say funnier stuff next time for us. <laughs> next time, the, please the do a little work for us. I I I appreciate your love, and it brings it brings joy to my heart and my life. But if you could say something in there, like a pop culture reference or something that we could make sound like a penis and a vagina. That would be awesome. Hey, uh, doesn't it feel like it's time for Nicholas Hyde's birthday? Yeah, again? it seems like uh, just this time like, last year. Yeah, and the, then the year before that, that he turned 91. <laughs> <laughs> we're at, today we're celebrating the 92nd birthday of Nicholas Hyde from his pal John. He uh, Nick's a 3L law student. Apparently it's taken him a while to get through. He's a video game master, apparently not. Why are, why are you putting him on blast like that? To, Wait, what? What? Sorry about your fucking. Well, because he's because he's ninety two years old. Oh, that's because he's. I thought you were you're not say saying he's a big old dumbo. Yeah. Uh, and it says he's starting a career in stand up comedy. Nicholas, your your birthday present from us is that we're gonna force you to choose a career path mm -hmm. right this second. Go. You can either be a Go. lawyer, a stand up comic, or a video game master. Mm -hmm. There's those are the three things that there are to be. Please choose one and move on with your life. One of those jobs pays real well, and then yeah, one of them's not much, not really a job at all. I would choose lawyer. You'll get like a paycheck and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That sounds pretty. But good. But video so. game master, that the reward is is, is inherent, and it the is, robe you get is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all shimmery, and I, I yeah, I love that. 
the best thing about being a lawyer is you earn a bunch of money, and you know what the best thing to uh, spend your money on? Ass bo- products. A, a bo- <laughs> I was actually going to say a box that shocks your dick, but that's pretty good. You guessed a, a good thing. Um, what I, I'm going to give you guys... Uh, a f- I'm going to talk about ExtremeExchange.com. That is your superstore for adult toys. Uh, adults only, please. I'm going to get – we're going to do a little quiz, a, a little quick uh, two to three question quiz depending on how long your answers take. I'm going to give you guys a name of a product, okay. and I want you to guess, each guess, with no hesitation, what what you think it is. Okay? okay. Who's, who's, uh, starting? who's starting? Uh, Travis will answer first, then Griffin. Okay. okay. First product is nipple boosters. I think it pulls your nipples out. Okay, I think it's like a jetpack, but you wear it on the front, and it's powered by nipple energy. <laughs> okay, that is that is Travis. Travis wins their suction cups that you put on your nipples to heighten them. Okay. Okay, we're gonna. I'm stick sick with- of my my nipples are like two inches below sea level. I hate them. My okay. nipples are so lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. Perk up, boys. Uh, pumping buddy tea hose connector. Um, no. You know, how, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're trying to steep your tea, mm-hmm. and you're steeping your okay. tea in there, but and then, and you get lonely, and you need a pumping buddy to be there with you. You think like I want to get that tea, but I want it to go up instead of down, and so mm-hmm. this is a special tube. And if you've ever heard of a butt chug, <laughs> sure, yeah, this does yeah. it. This does it, but it's tea? With, specifically with steeped tea. Okay, Travis, what do you think it is? Uh, let me give you a hint. Guess something with dicks. <laughs> I think that you, you put three dicks in, you form a T, and it pumps them. No, well, it, it is a tube you connect. You use to connect two dicks or a dick and a clitoris or whatever. Whoa! Uh huh. Like yeah. a Chinese finger trap. Exactly. Ch- Justin. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, on the subject of guess something with dicks, have you ever considered turning this podcast into like a PSAT prep podcast? <laughs> This podcast um, is two dicks. Do we have any? Do we have any sort of measurable um, numbers for if this podcast does make you better at the PSAT? Yes, except the inverse of that. I can't. Uh, it couldn't possibly make you worse. Nah, it couldn't make you worse. But anyway, extremestrange.com is your home for awesome, awesome toys that you never knew existed. Uh, you guys are buying stuff like we we like to go to the outer edges mostly just because. We've we've talked about extreme restraints so many times that I I I can't even get a semi talking about like dildos and stuff. Yeah, that's like, old I hat, man. Get, that's that. That's that old hat. Sauce. That seems pedestrian to me. Are you saying that there uh, once was a time where you could say the word dildo and just like that? <laughs> There's no lizard. full mask. No, no, but like no, I'm not. I, no, uh, extremestraints.com. Use the coupon code Middleist, and we're going to save you twenty percent. Well, we're not going to save you. The fine people of extremestraints.com are going to save you twenty percent. You guys are using that one. And uh, that coupon code quite a bit. And I would suggest you continue to use it. And all your uh, stuff because... will come in a very discreet box. None of those oh, big, man, like, bright red, fu- this box full of dildos boxes you normally get. <laughs> you will, you'll be lucky if you can find it. <laughs> they, they, will make it they will make it look like the rock you hide your key under. Like, Wait a minute. I, I could have sworn I ordered something from them. They actually, have you guys seen Looper? What they do is they travel back in time and they give you that dildo 20 minutes before you ordered it. So you've all actually always had that dildo. Only you go, what, wait a second, but then you go 30 years, and it's your dildo. It was your dildo all along. <laughs> they closed the loop. I closed my dildo loop. 
Now close your loop. And by loop, I mean butthole. Close it up with this thing. At extremelystrains.com. Keep on code middleist. Close your loop. I'm- You're orgasming wrong. <laughs> I'm Dan Aykroyd, the brother of Joseph- old Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> and I'm going to close your dildo loop. He grew up into me. He grew up into me in an alternate future where someone gave him <laughs> a dildo. Can you believe it? No, neither can I. <laughs> me neither. I really in the hope people future, come to the future, dildos theater. are illegal. So we have to put them in this machine and send them back to you. And you can save money on them. And you got to get rid of them. By which I mean put them all the way up your butt until you can't see it anymore. That way future cops can't find it. Griffin, are you suggesting that the reason Dan Aykroyd's head is increasing in size is because people are using his head to store <laughs> contraband future dildos? Is that what you're saying to me right now? And as I assume all of you want a uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me shout out, just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. That and dude you too could join the, the, the podcast. Proud I can't tradition. believe that I used the same air in this room to wish those people that said that the stars were each other's love or something to also say that Dan Aykroyd's head is full of illegal future deltos. Hmm. <laughs> My husband, Brett, and I do a fantasy football league with a couple of friends, and I have a dilemma. I would like, like to fla- <laughs> I would like to flaunt my wins, especially over my husband, as I am the only girl participating. However, I do not want to be mean and upset anyone. How do I celebrate my victories without seeming like I'm throwing it in their faces? That's from uh, Bama Girl. Um, I think it's Bama Girl. It could be Bama Girl. Uh... I will say uh, this is a hard one for me to answer. Currently, uh, touchdown to Abbey is uh, zero and four. So I think at this point, if I had a win, I would pretty much set my house on fire. <laughs> In celebration? In celebration. Thrilled celebration. Um, I, as the Mario Lopez dispenser, the, the, the GM of the Mario Lopez dispenser, uh, who is currently sitting on a pretty three and one, uh, I... I think uh, he can't worry too much about it. But can I make a suggestion to, to our listeners, since that is what we are supposed to be doing? Okay. Um, I think taking it from the angle of I'm the only girl and I'm beating you and I'm a girl winning, I think you're just going to alienate yourself, and I don't think that that's a good way to go. And you set all of womankind back. Just celebrate on the angle that you are winning and they are not. You could send a message. You could send a message saying, saying like, I'm a woman, and this is – so that's normal – and I beat you any. I I beat you normal like a normal person would. Is that good? This is a neutral victory that I'm having. Neutral over victory. You. Jenner has no play in this whatsoever. My points were higher than yours, and that's really all it came down to. <laughs> but but like, let's be honest here. We are talking about game in which you win by picking which other guys person are is actually going do... to do a real good job in the real world. Mm-hmm. In a yeah, like uh, bragging is all you have. Like it it is a game composed entirely of just shaming people for your good luck yeah. like that's it yeah at least i hope that's it because i'm zero and four and if it's not chance then I've, i feel pretty do bad you want to know my fantasy football secret and this is not a joke i what? follow on twitter everyone on my team <laughs> okay and sometimes like michael turner i'll have a good game turning 22 points for the for the mario lopez dispenser and i'll send him a little message say hey keep it up i'm glad that i picked you for my fantasy team and then maybe danny amendola broke his fucking neck and he got four points for me i'll say hey Why'd you do that? Daddy needed those points. So you're doing like some some computer chair coaching. 
I'm doing some uh, some Tweedo coaching. I'll fly overhead and I'll drop those sweet messages in their ear. Danny Amendola yeah. probably didn't want that. <laughs> probably didn't need that. He probably needed support from his loved ones because he's probably never going to ball again. But I needed him to be a point <laughs> factory. But that sort of positive or negative encouragement is exactly what those people need to put the put the PTs up on the board. By which I mean points. <laughs> Uh, I so just brag, brag away. Griffin, can I have a Yahoo, please? You sure can. Um, this Yahoo was sent in by Maxwell McCandless. Thank you, Maxwell. It's by Yahoo Answers user A who asks. My boyfriend goes number two on my bathroom floor. Should I allow this? <laughs> I'm asking. I I could ask the same thing of this question. He, can we allow ourselves he, to discuss this? He, listen, listen to the specifics though. Okay. He says he can't go on a regular toilet because he has to squat due to a medical problem. Okay, sure. But he cleans. That's here's the here's the kicker. Are you ready? But he cleans up afterward. <laughs> so the only reason okay. that this woman knows that this is happening is because he is coming in full, and going, "Hey, hon, drop the deuce on the carpet. Don't full worry." Full disclosure: I do not think it's carpet. <laughs> I hope to God not. <laughs> I don't think he could ghost it quite that easy. I think that would be much the perfect more crime. Much more difficult to go. I really need to. I really need to make business, but I don't have a spare forty-five minutes. For the, <laughs> the shampoo, the rug, for the shampooing and the whole no, no. machine upstairs. Listen, we're getting and, gross. We're getting, for some reason that grosses me. <laughs> step back to the rug. You, you pop back to Tyler linoleum, and I can work with it. But okay, so everything is coated in feces. Mm-hmm. This is not stop, a stop. 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 You gross me yeah. out again. <laughs> no, I'm saying everything is is coated in urine and feces. That's like that's our world that we live in. Okay. The only what? time something isn't is direct. I'm sorry, Travis. The only time it isn't after someone has cleaned it. So what he is offering you is a is a more frequent Ooh. respite from. It's a clean. You're gonna end up with a cleaner floor. So you're mm-hmm. saying that the only issue here is your mental block of thinking it's weird, but in reality, it's a good thing. Except, except, you go in and it smells like Lysol in the floor. And you know that you have shit on the ground. Yeah, it's like he did that to you almost. It's like he. Listen, here's the thing: in the real world, brother's got a medical condition where he can't like shit on a real toilet, and the doctor just goes, "Okay, I'm gonna send you out in the world with this condition. You'll be fine. You'll just make do and shit, whatever." You're saying this is an unacceptable solution to whatever medical the problem was like, this I guess I can give you, I don't know, a container or something, but I feel that that would inhibit your personal growth. So just no. shit wherever you want, friend. Listen, every, every time you say a pronoun, you vomit uncontrollably. Have fun. Have fun no out plan. there. That big You'll beautiful be You'll I'm just getting the hang of beings are flexible with spirit. I'm sorry. I'm just getting the hang of hypnotism. So I didn't, I didn't mean to do that to you. I'm sorry. I'm a hypnotist doctor. Well, you yeah, probably should have come to me before you gave yourself a self-colonoscopy. I've, Bye. I've never seen anything quite like this male lactation. <laughs> See you in a year. Next checkup. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be cool. Suck it up. Save some of that sweet milk for me, brother. <laughs> I'll put it in my sex low. I'm just saying, ah. is it not a possibility that this boyfriend just likes shitting on his lady's Maybe floor? Maybe just like doing that. He just likes doing that. Oh, uh, guys, I feel like I'm in the, like, radiation-filled chamber, and I've been in for too long, and we have to run out of this question. We have to vent. I, I, okay, there are toilets that they use in Japan that are that just holes in the floor. 
Why you should get him one of those, mm-hmm. or just like and a then it cake won't be a problem or something. Just so he's not just shitting on your floor. I'm sorry, what Travis? Like a disposable cake pan. I cannot run we the risk, are done. no matter how infinitesimal. <laughs> I cannot run the risk of there being out be, of cake. There pans. could be an earthquake. The house would be abandoned for ten years. You come back a decade <laughs> of. Uh, oh, Where did you get this? Where did you get this Pyrex too? Oh, Debbie loaned it to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think so. You would, that is, you're setting yourself up for an episode of The Twilight Zone <laughs> where someone serves you meatloaf and you're like, wait a minute, does that have a chip in the lower left hand corner? No! <laughs> you're setting yourself up to one day, and probably not tomorrow, and probably not the day after that, but that day's gonna come where you throw all your dishware away because you forgot which one it was. Because <laughs> you forgot to mark it! I can't do this question. Yeah, was it either. the blue one with white or the white one with blue? Oh, burn it all. Yeah. Burn the house burn down. Burn the whole thing down. I started a new job after moving to NYC three months ago, but the job very quickly became intolerably stressful. I got fed up and looked for a better job, and today I was accepted for a position that's not only better paying, but in a much less oppressive environment. My current boss exploded when I gave my two weeks notice. She emailed me four times and called me twice in the course of an hour, all to tell me how shocked and disappointed she is, how the company is going to be in trouble because they can't find a replacement in two weeks, etc., etc. How do I survive the next two weeks in a hostile, guilt-tripping environment? I want to make sure I make it to my new job intact, guilted to death. Allow me to help you. Stop going. I don't go there anymore. It sounds whack. It sounds like a horrible place. Yeah. I I think if you give someone two weeks notice and they make it worse for you to be there, you, the they worst, just got a no week carte notice. launch that you get to dip. It, yeah, because keep in mind, what kind of wreck is this person going to write you that like you would want to provide to any future employer? You d- you're, you're done there. Well, because here's the thing, two weeks notice, really, whether it's in your contract or not, is a courtesy. Like, it's something that's there so that they have time sure. to, it's not like. I mean, let's be honest, if people get laid off at, you know, all across this country don't get the courtesy of a two weeks yep. notice. But the, but the like, traditionally, from what I understand, I've never quit a job, um, is that the two weeks is is so that they will that's like the understandable period for them to find a replacement so that you still get a recommendation out of it yeah but in this circumstance she's already got another job like what's the boss gonna do call and be like hey my employee gave you gave me two weeks notice but i don't want her to quit so you shouldn't hire her like dip get out i would seriously i i don't think you're gonna salvage this and i know that you want to leave on good terms but it sounds like these people have already decided that you're leaving on bad terms Mm -hmm. So you might as well meet him halfway on this. So you're going to need to take a going. personal day for the next nine days. Yeah, you're just treating yourself to a personal day. Maybe smoke a little Doja and then go in. Ooh. Ooh. Like hello. That. Maybe get a go little. Go in drunk. Maybe get smoke a little peaches and herb and then go in. <laughs> yeah, and I like that. It's like office space, but instead of getting hip, hypnotized. Right. You get a you're little. You're getting. You get a little dip. Hip, dip you Okay. Well, uh, no, not right. that. I'll work on no, it. I'll hip, workshop it. I'll hip, come back. Hypnotized? Is that any good? Is that uh, maybe, maybe spend an hour with Man from Man's Earth Band, and then you roll <laughs> in, you say, "Hey, what's up? What's up with the work? Hey, where's the paper hey. at? Let me sign where's, it. Let me file those reports for you. Hey, hey. these keys are crazy, man. We've never smoked a marijuana before. No. So we're just guessing on a plane. It makes you talk like, like that's what it's like. 
Like you're trapped in a glass box. It makes you talk like a very meek jazz musician. <laughs> He's afraid of waking the baby. Shh, 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 shh. Hey, no, 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 no. Shoffrey sleeping. Look at that computer screen. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to type in an email. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be such a power play to just start being the guy in your office who always talk like that. Oh, just well, low talk Greg. And everyone's like, what? Excuse me? What did you say? They would eventually. Even if you had put in your two weeks notice, they would ask you to stop coming. Yes. <laughs> I can't hear you over the laser printer. What the fuck did you say? I can't I believe I just sent that email without a subject. Can you believe that? <laughs> I wish they put a little, wish they had a little guy in there. You could just call it back. Come on back, email. <laughs> I like this guy. I don't like this guy. I like this least. guy too. Can I talk like this for the rest of my life? <laughs> Ah, shit, the printer's broken. Oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, let me take a look oh, at it. Yeah, that's broken. Oh, we got a jam. Just got a little jam. We got, we got a little toner bone going <laughs> on here. We're going to fix this right up. Ooh, ooh, got a little on my shirt. That's all right, just, the old I'll shirt. tell you what, why don't you just get that screen and just read it out loud to the whole office. <laughs> I'll get everybody to shush on down. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Philip's going to read this real important email about not eating people's lunch out of the fridge. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Go ahead, go ahead, Philip. As we say in the jazz world, the stage is yours. <laughs> Come on. Go on, don't hold back. Does anybody I want like some your rhythm. That's a good yeah. cadence, Philip. Anybody want some of this, Jay? <laughs> why are y'all grimacing at me? Anybody? I do want to apologize for bringing my infant son into the office again. Poor little, the babysitter canceled, so poor little Grimace had to come along with me. Tuck it out. I did name him after McDonald's. Hey, anybody want up on this spliff tannin? <laughs> no, what's that? You uh, you prefer I not return tomorrow? Well, that is, of course, your choice. <laughs> I will, I will hate to not live up to my contribution, but uh. But I understand sometimes it just don't work out. Ain't the, the way of the world. I know. Let me sing you this song I wrote about a situation just like this. I know. It's a little song just like this about a little old caterpillar just wants to <laughs> fill up his stores of grain. So he plays his winter. fiddle all, all winter. And then the chicken comes along and tries to eat his grain. I'll just be going. You're right. <laughs> no need to call security. It's it's best I go now. Do you have a this box man. I can put all my accoutrement? Oh, just actually, I just have this pin, so I'm just gonna take. Whoa, you're being a little rough, sir. There's no need for that. I'll find my way to the elevator, no problem at all. I did want to hear the end of Philip's email. Just all. <laughs> go ahead, Philip. Philip, you don't have to just sit there staring. You Why y'all crying? Maybe, What's hey, everybody you, crying? Philip, maybe you could forward that to me. My, I do not own a computer. I will read it at the library. And I, again, I do want to apologize to everybody for me not wearing pants or underwear <laughs> into the office today. I don't and even so, believe I work here now that I look back uh, on it. I, come, to, come to think of it, this is Denny's. <laughs> so I am sorry about this. This thing I've been typing on, it's been a placemat. <laughs> I do understand why my employment is being terminated. That is not a, it that's not a picture of my wife and kids. That is eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and now let me scat for y'all. It's not, like, you well, you <laughs> it's not what you think. You guys want to know what you think. Oh. So this has been my brother, my shh, brother, shh, and me. Shh, 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 shh. Too much? Okay, I'll bring it down. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. It's a 
comedy advice show. Just a couple, three bros laughing, learning, loving, living, leaping. Quantum leaping. <laughs> Quantum. <laughs> I'm Always just a hoping. little jazz musician had to go back and set right what well, once we were wrong. <laughs> it's like three quantum leaps, three old jazz musicians. <laughs> jumped into we will be back with you next Monday. Oh, Hopefully, oh, that oh. will be the leap home. Unless, of course, we solve the problems of these three brothers' lives. Well, haven't we jumped, Ziggy? <laughs> we will consult with Ziggy to see what uh what the problem hey, is. Thought we did pretty good with all the jokes this week. Uh, maybe God, maybe we worked, we worked a little blue <laughs> at some point. But we have been told this was an adult audience. So. <laughs> Can we see? No, we are, we are, we have committed this far. We're go- gonna drive this, drive hey, this baby on I, home. Do you mind uh, if I take a second to show? Go ahead, Griffin. Let me go and show my a little bit of appreciation to oh, Mrs. Go ahead, little brother. Go oh, ahead, go ahead, friend John. Jonathan Roderick and the Long Winter for the use of our theme song. Is it I like to not little brother, I don't mean to step on your toes, but uh do want to thank the people using Twitter to get their message on out there about our, our little comedy show here. Uh, e. John's 88, Vintage Spiffy, you know him. Uh, Iggy K, King Mento, Nobody Gaming, uh, Fox Shet, Brandy McStam, everybody, thank you so much for getting that, getting that on word out. Yeah, I want you one more. Hey, how about maybe just one more Let's question? Take, take us all sure. on into infinity. Yes. Hey, Travis, do want to thank you again for joining us hey, this sorry week. Sorry for talking about your, your sweet stick. It's all right, y'all. I know. I know what you do. It's fine. You're, but no, no, it's good at it. She just sounds sorry. racist. That's why I'm so quiet. <laughs> oh, I, the knew, good thing I knew about I shouldn't admit to the pit, so I just got quiet. <laughs> the, one, the, the two things that Travis has going for him. Our hands that smell like hunted hams mm-hmm. and a real honest self assessment mm-hmm. of his talent. He is really I know that uh voice abilities are not my strong suit. You're just here we go. This here final Yahoo answer was sent in by Emily Wall. Thank you, Emily. It's by Yahoo answers you so Jolteon O one. Who asks? Hey, what's the difference between Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Haley Joel Osman? This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Why don't you grab your old daddy and just plant sweet and ride on his lipperies? Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.